2: Hey, 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 hey. it's Frank Spagnoletti, as you know, and it's Friday night. Where did the week go? My God, I just thought I was just frankly talking yesterday. Unfortunately, I think I'm frankly talking every day, but you only get to hear me on Friday. (laughs) Sometimes I'm frankly talking to myself, and I I, I usually agree with myself, but every (laughs) once in a while I don't. (laughs) Francis Riley's here, and I'm here, and Mauricio and Daisy are here, and we're ready to rock On this Friday night, Uh, there's all kinds of things to talk about. Uh, First of all, I want to tell you, call in at 281-558-5738, and uh, you can give me any topics you want, and I'll see if I can work them into the show, because, uh, you know, I found the news, because we have such a boring leadership these days, I found the news rather boring. Because there isn't really much going on, but there's plenty in the background that's going on. But, you know, it's all this kind of nothingness that happens every day, you know? You know, who, who did this in, in, in some place, and who, who broke into some store, and who shot who, and, you know, that's just part of our life, those kinds of things. But we like to talk about, you know, where are we going? What are we doing? How's the so- What's going on with the society? What, what, what what's going on with our freedom what's going on with how did we lose our freedom uh, how do we get our freedom back of course we've talked in the past about the convention of states that's something you all need to uh, you really need to look into I think we posted something did we Mauricio yes. we posted a video on there about convention of states that was sent in by one of our listeners Tracy who is very much behind the idea, and it's it's a good idea because it, it's it's like a renewal. You know, every every so many years, I mean, maybe it's every 100 years, the Catholic Church has a convention like that where they bring in people from all over the world, which is how they wound up with their Vatican II. Now, I don't care whether you're Catholic or you're not Catholic. I'm just telling you that that's a big institution, and it does something like what's a convention of states. We have not done a convention of states at all at all in in recent years since 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 the Republic was founded and so we need to think about that concept because times do change and not necessarily for the better and and the Convention of States would allow the states, which is what we are the United States of America it would allow the states to voice themselves and to make sure, that we don't have one or two states dominating and destroying, one way or another, the voices of those citizens and the, and the mores and cultures of those states uh, that are not their territory. That is, California and New York shouldn't be imposing their will on Texas or Oklahoma or Minnesota or Idaho, South Dakota, North Dakota. And Wyoming, Montana, at the same time, Texas shouldn't be imposing necessarily its will on New York. I mean, and this is the whole issue that I said we 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 are a republic of states. And I made this proposal the other day to uh, to a friend of mine. You know who is who is uh, very uh, pro choice, uh, not not pro yeah, pro choice. Uh, not pro-life. And what I said to this person, uh, what I said to him was, look, I said, I I, I don't happen to necessarily embrace some of your ideas and what you're talking about. I don't embrace that. I said, but at the same time, you do embrace that. I said, and yet we have all this dialogue. We fight over the Supreme Court about it. We're choosing Supreme Court justices based on the on this concept of choice or no choice, or pro-life or not pro-life. It's very simply s- resolved. It's resolved like this. The same way the United States is set up, the same, we, we, uh, an issue like that ought to be resolved locally. Now, you know, pro-life people, I mean pro-choice people shouldn't be imposing their will on every county in the United States. Yet pro-choice people, I mean, pro-life pro people cannot impose their will on every county in the United States. So because it's just it's not going to happen because there are counties that absolutely would just revolt, just like there are counties the other way that revolt pro-life. The bottom line is we should have that issue decided county by county, county by county. You vote on it. You say, I don't want, I don't believe in this, in this county. I don't believe in abortion. Fine. In another county, in, in Houston or something where, you know, maybe that they have a different view of things, they vote on it. They vote on it, and they take their ticket, and they take their chance because the determination of the right or wrong of it is not going to be made by us. The determination of the right or wrong of it is going to be determined on another ledger, another day when we go to see our maker. The truth is, we can't impose these kinds of we shouldn't be imposing these kinds of wills of those kinds of issues i just use that as an example on the whole country we shouldn't be imposing on the whole country many of these woke concepts that everybody you know bristles under and many many not say everybody a lot of people bristle under in texas okay in certain counties in Texas, in other counties in Texas, they don't. But these are not issues that we should be wasting our time on in terms of trying to make the other person conform because it's about freedom. And we, we, we our choices as free, as individuals and our choices in life are made based on freedom of choice. And that's what makes America, that is the essence of what makes America great. And if I were to use the old phrase, make America great again, now instead of the economy, it should be make America great again. Let's have our freedom back. Let's have our freedom back. We should be able to choose. Just like I saw today that like 30% of the armed forces refused to take the vaccination or chose not to take the vaccination. Okay, that's their choice. Why should you impose, especially when you got a situation where it's still an experimental injection? You notice I don't use the term vaccine. And I'm not opposed to people taking the vaccine. I think it's a personal choice, but you have to realize when you make that choice that it's still experimental and there are a number of people who have adverse reactions. We don't know how many there are. Because we don't know really what the statistics are, and and the and the uh, popular social position is to play down any negative aspects to these injections. But the point that, again, it comes back to this choice. You should, as a free, as as a freedom loving American, always endorse choice, unless it unless it's choice that you know to to commit murder okay or choice you don't have you don't have the right to commit murder uh unless you're protecting your house and then it's so and then it's protection of your property uh so I mean there are issues but the point you get my message here it's all about choice and freedom and that's kind of you know what my thoughts have been this week as I see the noose tightening more and more on us with regard to our society. Now, now during this show today, as you know, last week we talked about, um, you know, Planet of the Apes, where they were merging these, where they were merging these monkey embryos and human embryos to create whatever another species or something. Um, I'm going to talk later on. We're going to take a break. We're going, I got Tracy on line one, and we'll talk about that in a second. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about, go back to the origin of coronavirus because there's some new information or at least confirming information about what I've been telling you months ago. Okay, we're going to break.
3: Your home team for Conservative Talk Radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of
1: Texas. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one but you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings, and delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINEBOX. That's 1-888-PINEBOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box.
4: COVID 19 has changed how we live and how we feel. We show up differently, worship differently, and have found new ways to express our love and support to family and friends. But now, there are vaccines. And they are the first step that lets us get back into the things we miss most like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping, brunching instead of late night munching. And talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Should I get it?
5: Should I wait? Is it
0: safe? Can I trust it?
4: What about pre-existing conditions? Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
3: Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM700
1: KSEV. In efforts to combat maternal mortality among black women during childbirth, Democrat Rep. Cori Bush called expectant mothers birthing people. I'm not kidding. She did this on, of all weeks, Mother's Day week. So, happy birthing day, folks. The jokes write themselves.
3: Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas.
4: Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for. Harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community, at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal.
3: Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV.
2: Box. Yeah. Mama's got a squeeze box she wears on her chest. And then daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. Cause she's playing all night. Yeah, playing all night. And the music's alright. Mama's got a squeeze box, daddy never sleeps at night. Okay, Steve, that's enough music. I'm not in a music mood tonight. It's been a tough week. I tell you what, I'm Can uh, Tracy, will you hold on line one? Because I think we have a new caller on line two, and then I'll take you right after that. So don't not hang up. I will take you right after this one. Max, on line two, how you doing?
6: Nice to meet you, Frank.
2: It's my pleasure, my friend. It's my pleasure. Uh, what, what would you like to talk about tonight? It's uh, good to hear, some, hear you. You're from New Jersey, are you?
7: Yeah, first of all, thank you for your uh, all the resources and the information that you provide for us. Well, thank I'm you, my
2: from... friend. Where where are you from, my friend?
7: I'm from Dominican Republic. Uh, it's, calling...
2: a, it's a great place. You're calling from where? New Jersey. Yeah. Well, the, I, I thank all my friends in the Dominican Republic, and my my. By the way, I like the cigars, and all I like I thank all my <laughs> friends in Puerto Rico as well because I like their rum. And so, so, but between, yeah, yeah. between the two, and I like, I like Dominican rum too, but maybe I like all the rum, but the point is my friend, Max, what would you like to talk about then? you have some subject or question you want to ask me?
7: Sure, sure. I I, I I, have my concern concerning the vaccine. I just want to know why should I get back, the, get the vaccine or not?
2: If I'm going to get the vaccine or not, is that what you asked me? No,
7: if I... Why should I take it? Because I have my doubts, you know, so I need your advice. And I'm prepared by your friend, Mauricio Marin.
2: Mauricio Marin is sitting right across from me. He's my friend from Medellin in Colombia. Medellin. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, and he had the COVID, you know, but he had some uh, pre-existing uh, can health conditions, which made him susceptible to, uh, you know, a severe case of the COVID. I'll give you your, my advice on the vaccine. And my advice is you need to read about it in a way. I can't tell you to take it or not because it's a personal choice, my friend. There are very much pros with it uh, because a lot of people are taking it. I, I don't know myself what all the negatives are. I know that it's not really a vaccine. I know that it's it's uh, an injection. I, I call it an injection because it's a modification of your RNA. And I don't think anybody really knows what the ultimate effects of all that are. We do know that the effects of COVID are terrible, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit because uh, it's even more scary than we were talking uh, before. COVID, you know, can kill you. There's no doubt about it. But there's also evidence that if you have the right medical circumstances, or maybe even they don't know what those medical circumstances are, the vaccines can kill you. And what the government says is when you weigh the number of people and the risks versus the number of people who don't get sick, the benefits outweigh the risks. Well, I don't know that yet because we don't know. We, we're we just starting to vaccine, uh, vaccinate the whole population, and we don't really know. It's a grand experiment in terms of uh, what these vaccines are going to do. So I, I know that I didn't give you an answer because— if I tell you not to take the vaccine, my friend, because I have issues with the vaccine and you don't take it and you get sick and you get really sick or you die, I mean, I'd feel terrible because I'm not a doctor and I can't say that. And I don't think a doctor can tell you to take it or not either. They'll tell you the same thing I'm telling you. It looks like the benefits may outweigh the risks, but if they're being honest with you, they can tell you they know, they don't really know what the full risks are because right now, those vaccines are not really approved by the for general use. They're approved under emergency circumstances only. So that's what I got to tell you, Max. I, I I can't really give you the advice because I don't know the answer to the question, and I'm and I'm struggling with it myself. I have not taken the vaccine, but I may take. Well, they call it a vaccine. I may not not. I have not taken the injection, but I may take the injection, especially. If I have to travel and they won't let me travel, then I may say I'll take the risk of the vaccine because otherwise I'm going to be a prisoner in my own country. And so th- those are the kind of things. Thanks, Max. Please keep listening. I love the people in the Dominican Republic, and I can't wait to go back again someday. I used to go to Santiago all the time with the cigar companies. All right. Thanks, Max. Hey, Tracy on line one. How you doing? You want to talk by Biden on big farmer patents. Tell me what's on your mind.
5: Yeah, this this is the first glimmer of hope that maybe big pharma is there's a, a crack in the wall of Biden's humpty dumpty wall. He has proposed to force Pfizer to release their formula, their recipe for their vaccine to China.
2: Oh great, wow. that's wonderful. No, so
5: that is theft of intellectual property. And if you can do that, then look at Google, look at Microsoft, look at you know, everybody that, yeah, and but, any business that invents anything that it could be stolen by the Chinese. Oh, no, so I've no. been waiting Tracy, for America to wake up.
2: Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Now, come on, be honest. If somebody gave you a billion and a half dollars, <laughs> don't you think you might want to do them a little favor by letting them have the patent to the, to the uh, and let them make it cheaper because they're your friends? And, you, you know, that way... That way, they can build their economy stronger. But in the meantime, you've also built yourself stronger. So I mean, yes,
5: but you're uh, violating. I'm, the I'm, that's a joke. Law. It's awesome.
2: That's a joke, Tracy. <laughs> oh yeah, you're violating intellectual property law. And sometimes the sometimes the Frankenstein monsters we create turn around and kill us. And in some respects, uh, you know, Biden by doing that to Pfizer is basically undercutting what they would see as a as a, a gift that keeps on giving for many years.
5: Uh, well, Pfizer F- has already announced that as soon as we move transition from an, a pandemic to an endemic, meaning it's around uh-huh. forever, which it will be, they are going to start charging retail prices. And instead of do it, giving it to us at a discount and wholesale, and they are already working on the boosters, which will come under a different rule and uh and who knows what the new vaccines will do to our our bodies and our blood
2: exactly and and I mean, I mean, this is uh, like I said, it's the gift that keeps on giving, and since it was likely a man-made created virus, well, we've just created a whole new business economy, uh, but it ne- doesn't necessarily flow down the economic chain. It stays right up with the guys at the top and with the companies that have this, but you know, what they got to do, what they're doing is maybe letting China in on the deal so that they can make, uh, make the vaccine. And of course they'll make it cheaper and then they'll have access to a lot more, uh, these countries in South America and Africa and Caribbean and other places. So it's a bad deal. And, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that Tracy, but thanks for, thanks for calling. And thank you so much for, uh, sending in what you did to me on the uh, Convention of States, and that's posted on our website for everybody to look Thank at. Thank
5: you very much. That Thanks, might Trish. be our only our only hope.
2: I agree. And, and citizens like you who are knowledgeable, which is what our real hope is, and the folks who listen to this show... You're you're our hope for the future too, and Paul. So the
5: action step for this week is go on that website and sign the petition.
2: Uh, that that there's your commercial, and and and, and Paul Gonzalez, uh, you know, your your hope for the future for this country too. Thank you, my friends. Okay, let me let me uh let me take Jim uh, from Houston on line three. Hey, Jim.
7: Hey. So I had a little framework for decision making on this coronavirus vaccine. Oh, good. That I thought might be, might be helpful. Yeah,
2: share it with the listeners. And, and
7: Here's what it is. Basically, what you have is you have an endemic, meaning it's not going to ever go away, zoonotic, which means it moves between animals and people, uh, disease of variable pathogenicity. Some people get real sick. Some people don't get sick at all. But over time, who gets sick and who doesn't get sick does change. So even though right now it's predominantly a disease of really the elderly and the obese, that doesn't mean that variants six months or a year from now won't primarily affect children beyond whatever. You just don't know.
2: Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor, Jim?
7: Yeah, I'm biochemist. Okay, yeah, I, I knew you were smart,
2: son of a gun, because you talk smart. You use big words, but <laughs> no, go, go I'm ahead. I'm not
7: really that smart. I've been married for 20 years. That tells you how
1: smart I am. <laughs> I uh, so anyway,
7: here's, here's the deal. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, got to Now's the time to pay the money and take your chances because there's only one of two outcomes for each person on the face of God's earth. You're either going to get COVID or you're going to get a vaccine, one or the other. Those are the only two choices, okay? Mm. So you need to weigh the risks of one or the other. Now, if you want to not have the vaccine, that's fine. But what you need to do to avoid serious complications is you need to monitor yourself closely. If you feel like you're getting sick, you need to get tested for the virus, okay? If if you do test positive, Right now, there are some fairly effective therapies that will walk it back in virtually everybody from a uh, potentially lethal disease to probably a really bad flu, really bad viral syndrome, okay? And those things right now are the uh, double-dose antibody therapies that are available at any reputable place. Any Methodist, any Memorial Herman can get it to you, okay? Within about six months, we'll have uh, antiviral pills like Zovirax, which you may take. And um, you didn't get that, did you? And um, so, within about six months or so, things will look better for the unvaccinated. But right now, that's kind of what your choices are.
2: Yeah, the thing that I, the thing that I, that I always struggle with is that they, they, because they haven't really tested these uh, injections the thing that i struggle with is that uh, they you know when you see an, an advertisement for a a drug on the tv then it tells you what all the side effects are and and if you have this or you have that don't take the drug if you have right. and the problem i have with these injections is they haven't studied them because they decided not to and i understand why but but they haven't studied them so they can't say if you're well that that's that's not exactly right a couple of things first I'll, of all hold on. now I'm, let me finish let yeah, me good. finish okay, sorry. They, they can't tell me that if I'm if, if I've got a propensity for blood clots or I've had blood clots or if I if I have if I have my blood my blood is you know such and such and they they can't tell me don't take this vaccine because it will exacerbate your clotting because they've had a number of people that have died from blood clots okay and they or or as an overreaction to the immune system overreacting i'm not a doctor but all i want to know is what if they you show me the vaccine you tell me look if you got if you got gray hair and blue eyes and you're overweight uh, do not take this vaccine, then that would tell me, you know, Frank, maybe you shouldn't take this vaccine because uh, you might not have a good reaction to it. But they can't tell me. Th- th- they don't know yet because we're all still an experiment for this. That's the problem I have with, with with the whole issue. But yet it is a choice, and I agree with you. Pay your ticket, take your chance. I agree with that. Um, one,
7: one thing I might suggest is uh, most most of the people are getting their information information about this through the media and through the internet uh one good uh place to go would be to have a frank conversation with your family doctor about which if any of the vaccines would be good for you because even though the um
2: i don't think they know much more than we do my brother oh
7: no no actually they do uh the uh the amount of data that gets pumped out to us every day is incredible I'll tell you right now, the crippled crippled adenovirus vaccines, which are the J&J, the AstraZeneca, and maybe one or two more, but the crippled adenovirus vaccines do seem to to be thrombogenic in people, that means cause blood clots, in people that are prone to it. So women under the age of 50, people with heart stents, people with problems with the carotid arteries in their necks, things like that, probably ought to get something else. I think there might be a little bit more uh, ability to help your decision-making out there than, than you might think. Um, and the other thing is these things are now roughly 15 months out, and they're heavily studied. Uh, everybody that gets one of the vaccines in the United States gets cell phone text messaging every so often. It starts out every 6, 12 hours then every day, then every week, then every two weeks, a month, two months, looking for, um, you know, problems. So I think the level of scrutiny on these vaccines is actually quite high, maybe higher than anything that's that's been before. Okay. So uh, that's just my opinion, well, now, but I will have to tell th- you it's thanks somewhat th- informed.
2: Thanks for your thoughts. I believe your opinions are informed, and I appreciate you sharing them with the listeners and, Like I said, and like you said, it's all about freedom. It's all about freedom of choice. And thank you for freedom to call tonight, and I appreciate you exercising it, and freedom to watch the show or listen to the show, and thank you for that. Okay, let's go. We're going to break, right, are we? Steve's bringing me to break again. The
3: Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 and again at 7 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.
0: Want to get really growing? ArborGate Soil Complete and ArborGate Blend provide a one-two punch that simply works. 80% of a plant's success rate depends on what's below the ground. Start with Organic Soil Complete. It's handcrafted from organic materials, including vegan compost, rose soil, and expanded shale. Perfect for your beds or containers and is available by bulk or in bags. Then feed your plants with our Organic Blend plant food. It's time-released and will not burn. Made with composted poultry litter, organic matter, calcium, molasses, and 11 species of mycorrhizal fungi. Sound delicious? Your plants will think so. This powerful organic combo designed especially for gardening success in our area will energize your green thumb as never before. So head out to the Arborgate, located in Tomball on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of Highway 249, or visit us online at ArborGate.com.
1: From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash Taking a look at the six ten
5: West Loop southbound at Memorial Drive, we have a vehicle fire on the right shoulder. And on the fifty nine East Tex Freeway coming inbound at Highway two forty two in Montgomery County, there is a hazmat spill on three of the feeder lanes. Recently cleared on the on the I ten Katy Freeway managed lane at North Post Oak eastbound was an accident on the left shoulder. That's a look at traffic. I am Stephen K for KCB AM seven hundred, the voice of Texas.
3: Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. When you hear the sound of coming, hear the sound of
2: storming, I want you, you to join, join together, together with the band. Join together with Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and our friends in San... Because the Hispanic community... Knows what freedom is and how precious it is. And that's why the South Texas counties choose freedom. They choose freedom. Unfortunately, some of our uh, some of our suburban neighborhoods have forgot how precious freedom is and are willing to give it up. But once you give it up, you can't ever get it back. Let's take line one. Let's take Adele. A recount in Arizona. Yeah, Dale, what do you got to say tonight? How are you?
9: I'm doing good. Thank you, Frank. Oh, I love listening to you because you tell us so much.
2: Well, thank you. Thank, uh, well, yeah, and I learn uh, a lot from my listeners as well.
9: And and uh, who's paying for the recount in Arizona? Donald Trump?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I don't think Donald Trump's paying for the recount yeah, I really don't know, but I suspect it's probably some local people that are doing that or some private uh, uh, people making donations.
9: They said it's a worldwide organization of auditors.
2: Well, maybe it's the Chinese. Maybe they don't like what's oh, going on. I don't on. say that. <laughs> 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 and and
9: uh, can you shed some light on Sidney Powell? What's happening with Sidney Powell? You know,
2: uh, I mean, this is the thing, you know. Uh, Sidney Powell, I understand, was still fighting their cases. But, you know, both Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood were way out in front there. And this is the problem. And this is, I mean, it's you've you, you got to understand uh, or at least consider what I'm about to tell you right now. These po- folks went out there. They spoke their mind. They asserted their positions. And then they were immediately uh, had to be canceled and personally attacked. And so what happens is, they're attacking them, they're attacking them in the courts. They've been sued personally. They are basically defending themselves by trying to def- you know put in the evidence which shows that what they were saying was not bogus or defamatory. Now you can understand the court system. if you say something in a pleading that's filed in court and you repeat that later on, but keep your comments to the pleading, then you have immunity. As to the court proceeding or what you're alleging or what's being stated. And what they're doing is suing these folks for making statements which they considered, like on the news shows and such, beyond the scope of those pleadings. And therefore, without proof, it's defamatory. But here's the deal. They're being sued, in some instances, by a corporation, this Dominion Voting Systems, or whatever they're called. And you know, I mean, they got really deep pockets. And you know, you sue somebody for—I think they're being sued for over a billion dollars or something. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about financial cancel culture. And then, of course, they're probably getting sued in uh, a jurisdiction where they made these statements, and that jurisdiction may not like Lynn, Lynn Wood or Sidney Powell. And so, you've got these folks. In a in a in basically a, a situation where they are extremely vulnerable. And that's why you really haven't been hearing from them, because I'm sure that they, they, they have had ethics complaints f- filed against them by these people. I'm sure that they have dealing with trying to defend the cases. I'm sure they're trying to figure out how they're going to pay for their own lawyers to defend them. So it, it's a full on assault. And now in addition. So just look at that list. You got Lynn Wood, You got Sidney Powell. And then you got this situation with Giuliani. Whether you like him or not, Giuliani was doing what he was doing and 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 acting as the you know on behalf of the president of the United States. And then they want to go against him for not registering under uh, FARA, foreign agent registration. Are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, you have all kinds of people going around doing stuff with with foreign governments. I mean, Hunter Biden. Nobody denies that he was hanging out with the foreign governments. Heck, he was introduced to the foreign governments by Daddy. And then you got, and then you got uh, Kerry. He's been running around with the Iranians, you know, you know, for a long time. I'm not saying to prosecute these people, but this is the problem with our country. Leave it alone. If you're not going to, if you're not going to prosecute every one of them, don't selectively prosecute the ones you don't like. And that is the problem with our, really, with with our system of justice, is very selective. In this regard, if they don't like what you think politically, now, you notice Trump didn't actually ever do that. He never he never really tried in any respect to prosecute Hillary. And I know a lot of his supporters wanted him to do that. But he was wise enough to realize this is not something you do. You don't do that unless you're going to do it to everybody, because once you open that Pandora's box, uh, then you, you can't put the demon back in. And you wind up having us be like every all these countries that basically prosecute their political enemies because it's a fine line between some of the things that are considered a criminal act and some of the things that are considered, uh, you know, political. And when you start, you know, today they're prosecuting Giuliani, Lynn Wood, and they're prosecuting in a way they're prosecuting not criminally, but bringing actions against Lynn Wood and and uh, Sidney Powell, and tomorrow. Somebody else gets into power. Do we? Is it? Do they do it against all of their enemies? So it it's, it could destroy the country. Is all I'm saying. We need some civility put back in this, but I don't know that we can ever put this genie back in the box, Adele. What are your thoughts?
9: Well, uh, I feel that uh, even even if they they did the recount and they found a discrepancy, they cannot go back and give it to Donald Trump.
2: Well, that's exactly right, Adele. That's exactly right. It was like a friend of mine who was in a bankruptcy mm-hmm. proceeding and basically lost everything including his company and everything. And he keeps mm-hmm. saying, "But I still can prove the truth." But you say, "Yeah, but you can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again once they smash him off the wall. It isn't Humpty Dumpty anymore." And that's exactly what you're that's exactly what you're saying. You can't put no matter what they find in the recounts if they continue with the recounts the only benefit of doing the recount if they find irregularities is for the state legislature to then maybe correct those irregularities and pursue those systems that were a failure which allowed for the regular irregularities to take place and but i've always i always said this this, this should have been done right after the election and the reason we've had all this confrontation between you know, the Trump people and the Biden people and this and that is because there's never been a full airing of these things in public. And it could never be done in that short window of time that was provided for, you know, obviously under the Constitution, but it could never be done. The legal system's not equipped to do it. But it but nee- I, I, I needs feel- to be done by by a, by. A, it should have been done by a commission of, of <laughs> nonpartisans who basically looked into this, even maybe some foreign governments since we do that to other countries to see exactly what went on people who of good heart and and good good ethics to basically look into it and say these were irregularities and they need to be corrected because it shows a fault in the system or not but but it needed to be aired as agreements because there's so much resentment among the trump voters that they basically had the election stolen and it may be true or it may not be true, but either way, it would be. It has to be known, otherwise, they'll. Everybody will always think it's true. Go ahead.
9: That, can I? Can I say one more thing, and sure. then I'll let you go. Sure. Um, if irregularities are found, then to me, it would make the Biden administration so bad that the people would realize uh, that Biden. Sold the election whichever way we look at it
2: right and the way we cure that is in the next election because there's no way there's nothing else that can actually be done at this point in time you can't really remove him from office in any kind of legitimate fashion otherwise if you could then you would wind up probably because you would lose Kamala probably because she was came in with Biden so you'd I don't know whether you'd wind up with Kamala or you'd wind up with Nancy Pelosi. I think I'll stick with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adele. Thank Take you. care. <laughs> At least I know what I got with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> uh, milk toast. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's the it's, you know it's what you know as opposed to what you don't know. <laughs> oh. Man.
3: United we stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas.
1: If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned, they care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is Seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at Kathy. They sell over 900 homes a year, and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor, and you should, too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Veterans face treacherous situations
10: filled with peril while serving our country. Many veterans come home physically injured, suffering from PTSD, have traumatic brain injuries, or other ailments. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals and their homes. Imagine having to shelter in place forever. Over the past year, Help Heal Veterans has sent nearly a half million therapy kits to isolated veterans and active military. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and crafts projects for our veterans and military, making things better together. JOIN US IN SUPPORTING AN ISOLATED OR SICK VETERAN AND HELP THEM THROUGH THIS DESPERATE TIME. TO LEARN MORE, VISIT HEALVETS.ORG. THIS MESSAGE IS FURNISHED BY HELP HEAL VETERANS, A NOT-FOR-PROFIT ORGANIZATION THAT HAS BEEN HELPING VETERANS FOR 50 YEARS, HEALVETS.ORG. Start your mornings
3: with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of nights during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home, and it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions, you know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give uh, a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV.
10: With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Phone
3: lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV.
2: Yeah, Here we go. Here's our, for our horses and our men. this is the one thing you can always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. When smoke settles, sing a victory tour, and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Singing whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. 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 Late again, late again. <laughs> I'm a beat every week. All right, look. I'm going to just tease you a little bit with this, uh, what I wanted to talk about tonight. But, you know, you got some homework. Look at this. uh, Take a look at an article written by a fellow named Nicholas Wade. It was touched on this week uh, in uh, Tucker Carlson. And I I can't really watch any of these news channels anymore. I have a real hard time watching these news channels. I mean, I saw Hannity the other night, and I had to change the channel a little bit uh, because... uh, I think he was in, in, uh, he was interviewing Caitlyn Jenner, who's running for uh, governor of uh, governor maybe of uh, California, and that's fine if Caitlyn wants to be governor of California, but I, I did I did change the channel to watch something else, cause uh, I'm not sure I agree with a lot of the things that she says or does, but but. But but it made me a little nervous. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure I, I go for I don't have any plastic surgery. You'd know that if you saw me, and you would know that it, and and I'm not certainly going for any of that kind of stuff. But anyway, it's about freedom, and that's her freedom to choose or mm, whatever. Uh, but here. I wanted to talk about this. I'm going to talk to you, and we're going to talk about it more next week, but I want you to think about this article, The Origin of COVID, Did People or Nature Open Pandora's Box at Wuhan? You remember when I, a couple of shows ago, I said, I named it something like, you know, whatever, I was Frankenstein Fauci, and I said, The Origins of the Coronavirus Look in the Mirror. Well, this article, which came out May 5th after my show, uh, basically talks about the same thing. And when they do the anatomy, because you can, it's not ever going to be proven one way or the other, because you can't prove a negative. If you, don't, if you don't have the evidence, you can't prove it. Okay, And certainly, there's different kinds of proof. In the law, you've got circumstantial evidence. So people can use their logic to imply that something happened. A person was negligent. By the circumstances of it, even though there's no direct proof that 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 person did something wrong, the jury can determine that there was negligence. You're never going to get scientific proof, which is proved to a scientific certainty that is 2 plus 2 equals 4, and it always equals 4, unless you're part of the new math system, which the new math system, when I was a kid, made it harder. Now the new math system is 2 plus 2. Well, I don't know. It's Tuesday, and it equals to seven. Um, on Monday, it equals four, uh, and so and so. You're never going to prove this to a si- certainty, but all of the indications indicate that this is a man-made virus. Your common sense I- indicates that it's a man-made virus, and increasingly, the scientific evidence shows that it was a man-made virus. And the, the the fact is that that uh, very credible people and scientists and virologists around the world are coming to the conclusion that it was a man-made virus, and that, and we're, I'm going to talk about this in detail next week because I don't have enough time tonight. And that guess what? Guess what, Francis? What's that? It was actually just like I was talking about. It was it was paid for. By the U.S. government, in studies on gain-of-function research that was taking place at the Wuhan Viro- virology lab, let's take uh, let's take Sydney and Katie. But uh, on line one, uh, go ahead, Sydney. But let me just finish this thought. Uh, it was it was at the Wuhan Viro- virology lab, which a lot of the research was done at bio level two, which never should have been done with the gain-of-function. Uh, Activities on a SARS 2 virus like this one is. It should have been done on only bio level four, and then there were lax systems in place. That's the teaser for what we're going to talk about next week because I got a lot of information to tell you about, and what the conclusions are are going to state to you exactly what I said. And there needs to be accountability, there needs to be culpability, there needs to be a stop. To putting human and monkey embryos together. There needs to be a stop to, to playing around with these viruses for no proven good reason. Just because you can. Just because you can make a virus skip species. And then you, you don't. You, you, I mean, what's the point of it? You say it's because you want to stop a pandemic in the future. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think you should be doing that. I think you should be working. If you're going to do that, you better have created a a vaccine which is totally foolproof in advance of you doing it. You shouldn't go playing around with something you can't contain. Just like Bill Gates wants to put a cloud around the world and he says, oh, it will reduce global warming. Oh, you know what the effects will be on crops and everything else. No, I really don't know. Okay, so then we're another Petri dish. Thank you, God Gates. Thank you. You must be the fourth person in the Holy Trinity. Anyway, let's take Sydney on line one. Go ahead, Sydney. We only got a couple minutes. I'm sorry. Okay,
6: Frank, Frank, first of all, to what you just said, amen and amen. I couldn't agree more. You, Your show, I try to never miss it on Friday. I Thank look you. forward to it. You are fabulous. Please do not stop doing it. Here, are, are you familiar with a group called Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance? Are you familiar with that? No, them? I'm
2: not. I'm not. I'd like to hear about it. I got two minutes left, but tell okay, me. Okay, well,
6: you might want to check it tell out. Tell me real quick,
2: um, and then we'll get into it next highly, week.
6: Highly credible medical doctors who are clinicians, medically well-trained people, doctors that are labeled as nut jobs by any, you know, the doctors who don't tow the government line on <laughs> yeah. these injections. So that group is called Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance, and they have a website. Uh, they have videos there. They speak. Very credibly, as physicians, to treat I, 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 I of have heard
2: up. of them. Were they some of the ones who were like treating? It was tr- you trying to use treatments for the like COVID vaccine, and then yes, the, well, yes.
6: therapeutics. They, yeah, therapeutics. And they focused, yes, and, and then I they got into trouble them. and they
2: got marginalized. Some of them, yeah. Well,
6: exactly, and they they have they they point to meta analysis and studies, credible studies and meta analysis done. These are medical professionals. These are not quacks. So I just wanted to see if you might want to check that out. I'm going to check that out. On info.
2: Thanks, and call me next week. We're going to talk some more about this origin of the coronavirus because i got a lot of information. we got like one minute left, and so what I'm going to say is we've had some great calls tonight. we got some more stacked up here, but we, we can't take them right tonight. But everybody that's calling in, please stay tuned next week, and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll get to every one of you. Now we're going to listen to some music. I'm getting in a better mood, Francis. Really yeah, it took a war. while. <laughs>
10: <It's>
2: like, <laughs> I was like dang. It's a Friday <laughs> night, usually on Friday night. Now that I've we're been, over. I've been really hammered all week with a bunch of you know, law business and it's uh it made me tired. So but you all have made me happy. You put you put a smile on my face because we're here with you and because I'm able to talk to you. We're gonna have a great weekend. Bye.
1: You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 PM on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.